Hello, everyone, and welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill and our daily World Cup roundup. Um, the first of the groups, Group A and Group B, finishing off today. Um, and we have our we have our four teams, our first second row matches, I suppose you call them, really. Uh, and we'll go into that as we go on. Uh, a bit of Championship news, though, before we go into the uh, Tory we talked about it yesterday. Been going on for a while, but he's uh, officially been appointed Wigan manager now. Yeah. Uh, good move for sure. Uh, we'll see what happens. Like he's well liked as well. Everyone seems to love him. That's it. Five years under Brendan Rodgers at Celtic and then Leicester. Yeah. Um, away to Millwall is going to be his first game on the the tenth of December. So uh, a tough place to start, I suppose. Very tough. Um, again, it's going to be it's going to be really hard for him to settle because this is his first job, isn't it? As well, his first manager job. He had five years of coaching, like you said, under Brendan Rodgers um, at Celtic originally, and then Leicester City. So you know he's been in English football for a long time, so he knows the game. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the only Championship news. Wigan delighted with the appointment, and we'll wait and see how he does. His they first wanted job. to get. They wanted yeah, yeah, before. Before. Yeah, he turned him down. He's staying at Spurs. Yeah. He's currently the Spurs manager. Um, so have that. Um, we are joined today by JP, who uh big England fan, big uh big Fantastic. Newcastle fan as well. Uh, so he's gonna give us uh, his thoughts, especially on the England game, how England have done so far in the World Cup, I suppose. Uh, later on, Group A today. Um I know we watched different games, Phil. I know you watched Ecuador and Senegal. Um, and I watched the uh, Netherlands and Qatar. Did you get to watch any of the games, JP? Um, I did. I watched a few of them right. Um, I very briefly kind of thing. Um, I watched the uh obviously uh Qatar game, obviously. Uh, some of us yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um so we 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 can start there, uh, Phil. I know you didn't you didn't really get to see it. Um The Holland game. The Holland game, yeah. Um uh, they weren't great, to be honest. Very, very poor with the ball. Gave it away, especially, I shouldn't say that. They were terrible in the first half. They were very good in the second half. Yeah. And they should have won by more. Uh, Qatar had a few chances, but they tended to be shots from distance straight at the goalkeeper. There was uh, a bit of history in this game. Gakko is the first ever Dutch player to score in three qualifiers. Three in a row. Yeah. Uh, three World Cup games in a row, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Snyder done a couple in a row and that kind of thing. Um. But very, very uh, good finish again. His third goal of the World Cup. He's flying it. The boy got to play a bit longer today on from the start. So he should be a bit fitter again for uh, next Sunday when they play in the second round. Um, yeah. And they need him because they didn't look uh, they didn't look that great. Obviously, Burkhouse as well had a goal ruled out for offside. And he also hit the crossbar. So he was a bit unlucky not to score today. Yeah. Uh, Qatar, though, become the worst host nation ever at a World Cup. Um, three games, three defeats, minus six goal difference. They scored one goal, and they become only the second host to not make it out of the group stage after South Africa. But South Africa were very unlucky. South Africa had four points and went out on goal difference. Um, in two thousand and ten, kind of surprised though because we 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 could saw it coming. Um, they were so yeah. poor in that opening game. Yeah, well, I'm sure we've seen them play Ireland, like we said, we've seen them play Ireland twice. 
you know, yeah. what is it? What is a terrible Ireland team beat the poor nil not that long ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're yeah. they're not a very good team, Qatar, and uh, yeah, um, it's uh, it's not great. But Holland march on, and you know they're settling into the tournament a little bit. Um, much better this game because what they've been second half especially they've been struggling to get shots on target. I think, and uh, they four shots on target this game, and they got the two goals before this. I think. They had like three shots on target or something like that. And I got all their goals with that. Um, so they're efficient if nothing else when they get a shot on target. Yeah. It tends to go in. But uh, yeah, they dominated the game, dominated possession. Like I said, Qatar had a few few moments where they uh, had a few chances and that. But uh, I think overall, Qatar won't be too unhappy losing 2 0. They weren't, you know, they weren't embarrassed in any of the games in like the same way Costa Rica maybe were or Iran even against England. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you then got to watch the more exciting of the two games, um, where basically a draw would have done Ecuador. Senegal yeah. had to win to go through. Um, it was a weird one because the first half was almost unwatchable until the penalty came. <laughs> yeah. Um, not not a lot happened in it. Uh, Ecuador seemed to have um, stage fright. The commentators were saying. Yeah, because like they just didn't show up. Uh, even their goal that they the equalizer that they got was just a kind of a bounce around the box and get in from one yard out. Um, but yeah. I suppose yeah. Senegal definitely probably just about deserved it. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. No, it's just it's amazing as well because Kudabali, who you would never see scoring with his foot. Uh, uh, with the winner, um, yeah, I mean, Koulibaly's like a man mountain. He's he is very tall. He's not known yeah. for his his feet. He's not he, known for his. And he finished well as well. Like it was a very good finish. Um, and obviously, you though before we scored yeah. goals. Yeah, exactly. And there was no goals, and then suddenly goals all over the show. Yeah. Um, but um, Sarah, who we all know, um, from the the championship, we we talk about him a lot. It's amazing. He's not in the Premier League yet. To be honest, um, it's a nail good penalty. penalty. Like yeah. it was a very, a very important kick because obviously Senegal had to win. Yeah, uh, a good penalty. Obviously, I didn't get to see it. Yeah, it was like forty just before half time, so I almost killed him. Um, it was yeah. a really, really well taken penalty. Um, but it was really weird because I, as I was saying, I was talking to you, and I was saying yeah. this game is very, very poor, and then I was like, okay, yeah. what on? And then, <laughs> yeah, then 2-1 immediately and then 2-1 immediately afterwards yeah uh, um, but I needed goals like it's probably it's not the worst game in the tournament but it's the worst game with goals <laughs> yeah uh, they definitely missed Manny as well big time yeah yeah Um, a couple of stats about this game for you I don't know do you like stats JP yeah I love my stats you're a stat person alright here, here's one for you for this one uh, Senegal are the first African team to be the South American side since Cameroon beat Colombia in the 1990 World Cup. 21 games oh. um, since an African team sat last beat the South American side of the oh, World man. Cup. Uh, and they now become only the third African team to get out of the group stage on, on um, two separate occasions. Oh. Uh, Nigeria and Ghana being the other two who have done it before. Um, so... So there you go. Uh, Senegal, move on. Deservedly so. I mean, over the course of the group, I mean. 
Yeah, I, I think they played well. Like, um, yeah, I think they were very unlucky against against Holland in that opener. Yeah, um, you know, Gakpo obviously there was just you know De Jong didn't do much. He just put in that one moment of quality. Mm. Gakpo with a great header. Uh, Mendy probably should have done better from, but uh, you know, and Ecuador. To be fair to them, they got a good draw against Netherlands. They played very well in that game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean Senegal overall probably no deserved it. Today they just didn't show up. Like yeah, that team that played against um, Holland. Do, do you do you guys think it's 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 kind of that kind of a mentality, um, and a little bit that happened to Iran as well, perhaps, where you're going into a game knowing a draw will put you through. Yeah, yeah, we only talked about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, did a bit of that kind of happen to Ecuador? I think so. Um, well, you're not going to go all out for a win because, you know, leave yourself open at the back where, like, nil all puts you through. Yeah. Uh, maybe play it a little bit different. I didn't, like I said, didn't see the game, but Ecuador were kind of impressive going forward in the first two games. But defensively, they've always been a little shaky. Yeah. Um, so there we go. We'll move on to Group B, shall we? Um, and you had half time. So. Bring JP here. You yeah. you've been watching England throughout this tournament. Yeah, have yeah, yeah. And um, you know, to be honest, we started pretty well against Iran. It was, you know, it was getting the confidence. I think, and it was a great win, first win. Okay, we move on to the second game against USA. It was a, you know, totally different story. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing going on. The, I just didn't see us scoring. To be honest with you, I mean, I watched the first half. I missed the second half, and I was watching the updates and. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing going. You know, whoever he brought on, there was. Yeah. It wasn't that 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 same England team as as the Iran match. To be fair, you yeah, know? yeah. And and the game tonight then, um, kind yeah. of a similar enough first half where they couldn't. Yeah. Um. Do too much. Phil so much so the filter on the other match. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm watched the second half of that game instead, which I, I'm sure was much better. To be fair. Um, but. Yeah, it was a- it was a shaky start, you know. I was thinking, oh God, is this going to go the USA way again? And I, I just the passing was fairly poor. And I thought, you know, Wales were giving the ball away, and I thought we, yeah. you know, we'll take advantage. We didn't, but um, as I said, we changed things up in the second half. And what, you know, what, what, what a, what a second half, really. You know what I mean? It was a very, yeah. very good second half. And uh, since you Rash- like that, your Steve, what's that? I have a stat for you, as you said. You said what? Like, yeah. Rashford, Rashford is the first United player since. Bobby Chair did um, yeah. score three goals at the World Cup. Yeah, he's got three. Um, yeah. The biggest problem is uh, Wales were awful today. Oh, they're, they're, but, yeah. them, but then Wales have been awful pretty much the whole tournament. Yeah. Um, they're relying on a Gareth Bale who isn't really fit yeah. Yeah. Um, to just do things for them. And well, they were, they were Andy, very lucky. And he's much older as well, is another thing. And I mean, they were lucky against the USA, to be fair. He engineered that penalty. Yeah. yeah. And cleverly, I mean, a bit naive from the defender Zimmerman to come through the back of them. But uh, I suppose the big thing now for um, for Southgate, I suppose, going into the Senegal match is who does he pick up front? Yeah, because anytime he puts someone in, they seem to score. Yeah, he can't drop the ball. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I kind of... Looking at it, really, I mean, Kane. Mm-hmm. Kane just looks very uh, one-dimensional kind of thing. There's no real, you know, he's not the same Kane. You know, he's getting yeah. chances, but you know, he set up the second goal, uh, you know, tonight. But yeah. he doesn't look the same Harry Kane as four years ago, you know, and that's that's a bit worrying. Southgate. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one in terms of what's he going to do because 
Mason Mount hasn't been great in the tournament, really. Yeah. Um, Foden was a bit better, I suppose, today. But then you've Rashford comes in and scores two goals. Mm. Um, can you drop Rashford? And if you don't drop Rashford, does that mean that you then leave Saka out of the team? Yeah. Exactly. Um, what would you do, JP, if it was you? If it was your call for England against Senegal, what would your uh, your front front line be? If we yeah. say he plays with with the three behind Kane, say who would your three be? Oh, I you know I I nearly stick with Rashford to be honest. You know he didn't get yeah. us. He's just he's capable of of doing it. He had a few odd you know odd moments in the, the first half. You know second half he just he was you know he was yeah. just a different player. You know we need someone like that who's got and, and Foden as well. You know. Um, just running at people and Grealish came on as well. We need attacking players who are going to just, you know, because Wales was it was so poor, you know, you know, we need players like that to come on and change the game. And we did, you know. So I think, start, yeah, definitely Rashford. I would probably probably bring Saka in. I wouldn't start with Declan Rice, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. It's a tough one. Like, I mean, he's going to, yeah. I mean, Senegal are obviously going to push us, you know what I mean? It's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game. Um, but yeah, we just yeah. need that attacking presence, I think, you know what I mean? Someone yeah. Yeah. And it was nice to see Phillips come on, Calvin Phillips come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ben White has obviously run over Southgate's dog or something in the build-up to the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, because he doesn't want to put him on the pitch at all, yeah. even so, for like yeah. five minutes at the end. Um, which is a strange one for me, considering I think he's been England's best right back in the Premier League this season. Yeah. But but there you go. Um, you know, so we, you know, Alexander Arnold got to come on and, and all that. Um. Yeah, it was a strange one for me, all right, uh, how bad Wales were, because you'd think they'd be up for it. I and know. I have to say, Ward and goal for Wales was one of the worst performances. Oh, for yeah, you were saying the third goal was very World bad. Cup. Um, obviously, he's only in because of um, the, the red card in the game before, when Wayne Hennessy came out and kneed the guy in the head, and everybody except Kenny Cunningham thought of it should have been a red card. Um. <laughs> You know, for basically assaulting the Iranian player, uh, but obviously he's suspended. Ward comes in. Ward, who's played a lot this season, yeah, in goal, he was awful. Yeah, you are saying. I mean, Rashford's free, Rashford's free kick was good. Yeah, a, a good goalkeeper doesn't let that in. And um, it's his side of the goal. It's something if he puts it over the wall and it goes in. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting it to the goalkeeper's side of the goal and the keeper takes a step the wrong way for some reason. Uh, maybe he couldn't see. I don't know what it was. But I think a top-class goalkeeper saves that shot from Rashford because it's his side of the goal. He should be saving it. Yeah, I'm then not, I'm Rashford's not. second goal, I don't know what he was doing. He was on his knees before Rashford did a shot nearly. Yeah. Um, the ball hit himself and went through his legs. Uh, he was just very, very poor. Wales were just poor in general. I don't think they were. I, I, for me, they're the worst team in this whole thing besides Qatar. Yeah. Yes, they've been very, very poor. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's it's one of those where you you know they came into it like with such pride and such you know say passion and everything, and I think they're leaving and it's you know but they're up. It's there. almost what we're used to Scotland doing in a World Cup. Yeah, they're up there at Belgium. Belgium as well were similar. Belgium are, are terrible. And we'll talk about that when we preview the Belgian game, um, in a in a couple like of days' time. But yeah, stories stories came out about Belgium. Oh, really? oh yeah, they're the two. A lot of stories came out about Belgium, uh, that there was infighting in the dressing room after the loss the last day. 
and um, that Courtois doesn't speak to De Bruyne and hasn't done for about five or six years. That's a weird one. And there's yeah, he, they said for personal reasons, and that there's there's a lot of infighting going on in that Belgian camp. Uh, where Eden Hazard was telling Vertonghen he's too slow, and um, you know he's not quick enough anymore, and he shouldn't be playing. And there's an awful lot of this going on in the Belgian camp. We talked about it the other day. And that something's not right with Belgium because of the way the players were even talking in press conferences, talking about how they're not good and they're not this. They were really down on themselves. But like he put up, yeah. he put up a tweet saying, "If we find out whoever leaked this, it'll be the last time they ever play for the national team." Yeah, and yeah, who was it? Who's your money on? It's hard to know because you think that most of these guys would be professional. You but think then again, so? Then again, like Man United are full of them as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's hard, it's hard to know. Exactly. So we I'd have one game today if to I go guess, through. If I was to guess, I'd say Lukaku. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so we've one more game to go through before yeah. we talk about the, the second round ties. Uh, United States, uh, Pulisic finally turns up for them. Yeah, he's winner. What's the story? Is he injured? Who's that? Pulisic get injured in this game. Um, I'm not sure. I wasn't watching it. I was watching the other game. Something happened. I I did. No, he went off at half time. I didn't see the first half. Yeah, yeah. He went um, off. And he didn't come back out in the second half. Yeah. Um. But what I got out of this is I ran have a lot of heart, but no quality. <laughs> Which is strange because the the players are like Torini has been very good. The World Cup. Yeah. Um, should he have had a penalty there at the end? I don't know if you got to see any of it, JP. But there was a. No, I didn't actually. I'm probably watching the highlights tonight. But um, yeah. yeah, there was there was a bit of a dive near the end. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really a dive, but he barely know, touched him. And he felt there was a hand on his shoulder, and he he went down. Kind of a bit of desperation, really. Um, wasn't great. No, to be fair. But they tried. They tried. They just didn't have the the creativity to break down the USA. USA are very good defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, why is Aronson not starting games for them? I don't know. He came out at half time for Pulisic. Yeah, I mean Aronson is their most informed player in the world. Yeah, this season. Um, he's been very, very good for Leeds, uh, and I, I don't understand why he's not starting games. But um, do you have much to say about this one other than under what you said they were a bit unlucky around? They had their chances. Yeah, like, really they had no. They they had. Probably the better chances they just couldn't convert them. Yeah, uh, um, America sure. just are great, great entertainers. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's the thing I can say about them. And I think Iran happy enough at their world, like the way they came back in the group beating Wales. Yeah, obviously, um, and really put it up to America today, and it could have went either way by the looks of things, and the way you're talking about it. Uh, yeah, like even yeah. there, like if you watched the last ten minutes, it was all Iran. Yeah, in stoppage time was all around, like yeah. I said. Um, so we'll uh, we will leave just before we the, uh, just before we go on I, the topic there because I spotted something today that I yep. What do you make of this chip thing that was in the football? Like that's the first I've ever heard about us. For the Portugal game, the Adidas said that there was like a microchip inside the footballs. And they were to get noises and things. They were able to determine that Ronaldo didn't touch the ball because there was a chip inside the ball. I don't know if there's a chip inside the ball. I think it's more microphones around the place. Kind of like, um, have either of you ever watched cricket? I rarely do. 
Uh, and one of the things they have in cricket they call ultra edge, where they look for the sound for whatever microphones they have in the ground. Okay. And they'll listen out to see if there's a sound as the ball passes the bat when it looks like it might have hit it or didn't hit it. Yeah, yeah. And if that stays flat as the ball goes past the bat, well, then it didn't hit the bat. And if it spikes, then you know it did hit the bat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently it was a similar kind of technology, oh, I think. Okay. But... Um, the Portuguese FA spoiling thing with FIFA, but FIFA said, no, it's Fernandez Gold, Ronaldo didn't. Is that true what you said, that they did try to fight it? Yeah, the Portuguese That's... FA apparently He's uh, getting more, give more evidence of... to FIFA. He's getting more uh, and more ridiculous by the day. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad to see Ronaldo's career coming like to an end with kind of madness seemingly to happen to him. But, you know, there we go. Um, what about yourself, JP, about all this Ronaldo nonsense at the moment that's been going on? Oh, God. I mean, you know, where, where do we go? <laughs> would, would you take him at Newcastle, though, for the end of the season? No, I, I actually wouldn't, you know what I mean? I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. He's had his, he's had his career, yeah. but... The way, he's, yeah. the way he's gone on with Man United is, uh, is a disgrace, really. You know? It is uh, madness. And I do think this is the only place he's going to go. We've talked about it before, but he's either yeah. going to go back to Sporting Lisbon or he's going to go to Chelsea because Chelsea's new owner is mental. So there's a chance he might throw money at it. Well, there, there's talk that Saudi Arabian club want him. He's turned them down before, though, and I yeah. think he'd be going back on his word if he went there. Yeah. Um, but then again, he's doing all kinds of mad things at the moment. So Just David Beckham as well. So we will have a look ahead to tomorrow's games before we move on to talking a bit about the, the two second round ties that we know about already. Um, the three o'clock kickoffs are in Group D, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia and France. Um, pretty much, we know, we know France are true yeah. in this group already, but yeah. Um, with six points, Australia though Denmark a draw will do Australia. Uh, well, a draw will do Australia, providing Tunisia don't beat France. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys see these games going tomorrow? A win for Denmark and Tunisia not beating France would see Denmark go through. If Denmark can beat Australia, uh, Tunisia have to beat France, and France will remain top of the group unless um. Australia beat Denmark and there's something like a six goal swing in goal difference. Uh, very all of these, all of these are very tough. Yeah. Uh, how would you say? Uh, what about yourself, JP? If you were to call Denmark Australia for starters, uh, I think Denmark will make it. To be honest with you, I think they've yeah. just got quality wise. You know, Ericsson. And, you know, if if they show up, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, they've been poor enough in the tournament, but I mean. But there's still probably a game left in them, so I reckon I reckon they'll probably nick it against Australia. It'll be a tough game, probably be two one maybe. Um, and I would imagine France will probably nick it against Tunisia, so yeah. it'll be France Denmark, I suppose, going through, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Feel sure. anything different? Or do you? Oh, see that's what it should be. But the problem is Denmark have been so poor that it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if this ends up a draw. Yeah. yeah, and a draw, a draw would uh, would be disaster. It would put Denmark out essentially. Yeah. of the tournament unless Tunisia beat France but I think France will rotate a few players but I think they'll they'll still want to win it I don't think it's going well, to be 11 probably start, they'll probably start Giroud up front yeah, I think it'll be a case of like England did tonight I think it might be more like 3-4 changes at most I don't think they're going to totally going to change the, the team whole thing. Yeah, exactly. um, so then we have Group C and we have Poland playing uh, Argentina Saudi Arabia playing Mexico Um. An interesting group, this one. Poland topped the group, but if they lose to Argentina and Saudi Arabia, 
beat Mexico, Poland go out. Yeah. Um, but if Poland draw with Argentina and Saudi Arabia beat Mexico, Argentina go out. Yeah, um, yeah that so, could happen because Argentina haven't been. Yeah. Um, and if Argentina beat Poland and, like I said, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, then, you know, it's, it's, it's Poland that go out. So both Poland and Argentina, the only way they know for sure they make the next round is by winning. So yeah. they're both going to have to go for a win in that game. Saudi Arabia um, can actually go through without, uh, can actually go through if they lose, but it would take some turn of goal difference. Mm. Um, basically, they're two goals behind Argentina. If they were to say lose 1-0 to Mexico and Poland beat Argentina 4-0, um, Saudi Arabia would actually climb ahead of Argentina on goal difference even though they lost. Yeah. But it's uh, it's unlikely to happen that way, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, how do you see first off Poland Argentina going? Oh, do you know what? Something tells me they'll all. <laughs> I don't they'll know all. what. Can you see it any different, David? Do you think? Um, do you know I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, you know, I, I you know, I actually said a couple of days ago, you know, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if actually Poland beat Argentina. But yeah. I think either draw Argentina, maybe Nick. It's 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 a tough, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to call. Yeah, it's a tough one because they both have in Messi for Argentina and Lewandowski at Poland. They both have match winners. They both have guys who just can do something out of nothing and score a goal. Um, so it's always going to be a tough to call. Uh, what about Saudi Arabia and Mexico? Mexico have been very disappointing in yeah. this World Cup. But then we said beforehand they're very aging team. They're co-hosting the next World Cup. Um, and unlike Canada and the US, they haven't yeah. really bring in the younger players I, yet. I was just going to say they really should have just went to all young players for this one. Yeah. So oh. Mexico can still go through. Um, they have to beat Saudi Arabia, hope Argentina beat Poland, and get a four goal swing or mm. five goals really. Mm. It's it's not impossible if Argentina were to say beat Poland by two goals. And Mexico were to beat Saudi Arabia 3-0. Yeah. Um, it's not impossible, but I think Saudi Arabia are going to get something out of that game. They've looked very, very good. Yeah, they should. They, I think they'll win 2-1. Yeah. I mean, they were a bit unlucky against Poland in some ways. The quality just told for Poland. Um, like we said, they took their chances. That Saudi Arabia probably had the better and more chances in that game. Yeah. But Poland took the chances when it mattered. So that could be an interesting one, Saudi Arabia-Mexico. And that one might be the one worth watching, even though, like I said, Poland and Argentina both have to win to guarantee they go through. So you never know what's going to happen there either. And how do you see that one playing out in terms of who's going to finish first in the group, who's going to finish second? Um, I think Saudi Arabia could finish first. I really do. That they could top the group? Yeah, totally, because if they beat them yeah. and there's a draw in that other game. If if that happens, then Argentina will go out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, That's funny about it. And the thing is, these are matched with Group C, which is obviously, or with Group D, rather, which is the France group we just talked about. So the winner of this group will play probably Denmark. Yeah. If we're to say Denmark finish second, yeah. runner up in this group will be playing France. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of them will want to play France in the second round. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in those games. Um, I suppose finally, and um, we'll uh, look at we have two second round ties now. Um, set where we have on Saturday at three, it's going to be Netherlands against the USA. Uh, how do you see that one going? That could be a cracker again. 
it could be a good one. Um, I really do. Is this just one game now at a time? There's no, they're not. It is. Yeah, uh, two games, like two, two in a day. So. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, but like they're not. Time. No, no, just there's just two matches, one at three and one at seven. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a strange one, isn't it? Yeah, if, the thing is, if Netherlands show up, they beat them. But like, if they don't, they'll. They've been very poor in midfield. De Jong has done okay, but he hasn't been brilliant. I still, and we talked about it the first time, have no idea how Gravenbach is not in that Dutch squad, especially with Wijnaldum injured. Exactly. I don't know. Does he just uh, is he the kind of manager that doesn't like young players? Sometimes he relies on a bit of the experience, but he does have young players in there. And um, obviously, Xavi Simmons hasn't played a minute yet, or hasn't uh, played much and that's under really, him yet. That's a really weird one because he's really good. Very, very good player, yeah. Um, we've seen him play for PSV a few times. Uh, yeah, Khaled. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in this one. Obviously, I'm hoping Netherlands go out there and hammer them. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, I know a lot of people in the States, know a lot of people in Holland as well, so it's, it's going to be a, a strange one, but obviously, I'll be I'll be looking for one of my, my home nations to win that one. So. Um. Mm. Netherlands, I think, are gonna are gonna take it. I think the pie is gonna. But what's the story then? If they, if they win that? that, if they win that, then they're playing the France. They probably have France. If no, no, they'd probably have um the winner of Argentina's group, whoever that oh. turns out to be. Okay. They'll have either them or Denmark, most likely in the quarterfinal. Okay. So it could be Argentina Holland quarterfinal. It's still Denmark Holland. I've never ever won a World Cup. Like it's crazy. Yeah, three finals. Lost them all. Um, kind of matter, right? How do you see that one going, JP? If if myself and Phil are going for for Holland to, well, Phil going for them if they show up and play properly. Yeah, yeah. It's a big if at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have enough quality to win on their day. Obviously, the pie they've got some some good players in there. Again, it, it depends what Holland team turn up because as uh, yeah. as you said, kind of thing. I think USA will give them a tough game, but I think Netherlands will yeah. just take it maybe two one. It'll be a close one. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think the the one thing Holland do have going from is they're very good at back. Um, you know, Delit can't even get into the team at the minute. Um, and then the big one for you is Sunday evening, seven o'clock, England against Senegal. Yeah. Uh, again, a tough enough one. The champions of Africa, but obviously Mane not being there is a massive, massive loss to them. And uh. You know, Ismail Sars, we talked about at Watford, is, you know, a player real, real quality. They look to a lot with Manning up there. Um, you know, would you, you know, are you happy enough with that, that they're, they're playing Senegal? There's not going to be an easy match from the one, really, in the World Cup. Yeah. In the last stages, I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, I'm Senegal, I'm quite happy with that one. I mean, they'll, they'll give us a problem, you know, we're, we're going to have yeah. to be at our best. As I said, we, you know, we need to start straight into it and we need some attacking players because they're, they're going to attack on us as well and defend as well. So, yeah, I, I I still fancy us to win it, but um again, depends what what team he puts out there. You know, again if we play like we did in the second half tonight against against Wales, obviously Senegal a bit be- a lot better than Wales, then we, we should win. But it, it'll be a cl- again it'll be a tough game, a tough game. Yeah, I think England, um, Phil, and we've talked about it as well. I think we we've said they have when you look like per player per player throughout the squad, they have as good a squad as anybody. They do, but Gareth Southgate doesn't. Uh, he he have... he is the big worry. Is the manager? Yeah. Um, he doesn't have something. He don't have the thing to drop players. He can't. No, and where I worry about them is not so much Senegal. It's if they go through to the quarterfinal. Odds are it's France in the quarterfinal. <laughs> That'd be something. Um, 
and Southgate is likely then to just change formation for no apparent reason. Yeah. And go three at the back suddenly again. Trying yeah, to yeah. think, you know, we can't let France attack rather than doing what's working for them. And it has been working. They've been uh, USA game aside, they've been pretty good. Mm. I mean, they destroyed Wales, they they hammered Iran. They can't do much more, really. Um but yeah, I'd worry that if they do play France in the quarterfinal, that Southgate might do something, you know, ridiculous. Um, well, the thing is, Maguire's not going to be able to keep up with Mbappe and what, no matter what. No, uh, that's why I that's why I think if they play France, he plays three at the back, and mm-hmm. he, one of the three at the back is going to be Kyle Walker. Yeah. Um, just because he's quick enough to keep up with Mbappe, and that's the only reason. He, but you. you know, it's it's a strange one to change formation in the middle of a tournament. But really I wouldn't put it past them. And maybe it's the right thing to do, like you said, with Mbappe's pace and that. But um, yeah, then it's who you're going to play as your your right back. Are you going to put Trippier in there? We know he's having a very good season at Newcastle, uh, and he's going to be up against Griezmann most likely. Whoever they're playing as their fullback there when we talk about France. But um, I do expect England though, to come through against Senegal, and I do think we will have that quarter final. I do think it will be England and France in the quarter final. Um, but both teams still have matches to play before that happens. So yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, yeah, how far do you reckon, JP, for a, a final thing tonight? How re- far do you reckon England can go? Um, I'd love to see them get. You know, obviously, what a final, semi-final stage. I think it'll be tough. Obviously, you know, I'd love to say, oh, we'll get to the final, but but if, if you know we can get past Senegal, France is going to be a tough game. But you, you never know; anything's possible again. Like. But I can't say so that if we if we play against France, yeah, it's gonna be a very very tough ask to to beat to beat the world champions really. I think so. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I'd be quite happy to put a final stage. But obviously, of course, you know, you know, you want to you want to get as far as you can, you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the France game is going to be uh, the important one because then it's it's likely to be, um, I don't know really. You're you know anyone's guess. Like it could be Morocco. It could be, it could be Portugal. Um. In the semi-final, uh, it's hard to know. I think I think that France game. I think if they get through the France game, they have a great chance of going all the way, um, or at least certainly to the final. Because I, I think that's their big game on their side of the draw. Um, obviously on the other side of the draw, you'll have Brazil. And then, and then as well, if England just say they did win the World Cup, finally yeah. they'll get a World Cup. Like yeah, surely they get a World Cup in the next. 10, 12 years. Yeah. You'd hope so. I mean, the, the Euros was kind of uh, obviously a bit bizarre with COVID and everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit a little bit strange, but, you know, they hosted the Euros. They hosted um, the uh, the women's as well. Um, the women's uh, European Championships as well. So they've, you know, they've hosted tournaments recently. So they've shown they can do it, and certainly they should get a, a World Cup. Hopefully, um, you know, maybe twenty thirty four, depending on where twenty thirty goes. Uh, Saying the other day, do you uh, you think it'll be South America? I think they'll go to South America in twenty thirty. Uh, I really do. Like I said, I'd love it to go to Morocco, and um, I think Morocco and Algeria, or Morocco and Tunisia, and um, I think are likely to be the what Africa. Uh, if it's going to be in Africa in 2030, it's likely to be um, Morocco with one of those two countries hosting it jointly. And we know the next World Cup is going to be in North America. So, um, 
perhaps that'll mean it won't go to South America then. I don't know. Um, because we've got Mexico, we've got Canada exactly. and the USA uh, jointly hosting the next well, You said as well, Australia would be an interesting one. Australia would be interesting. And um, obviously, they're hosting the Women's World Cup yeah. in Australia, New Zealand next summer. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll be a tester to see what they're like running a big international tournament. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll wait and see. Um, so does anyone have anything else to add or will we leave it there get this up for people to just, listen to just looking forward uh, to the rest of the, the tournament and big matches to come big matches tomorrow and we'll be here tomorrow night with either Argentina out or Argentina through the next round we'll we'll wait and see um, JP thanks so much for coming on and talking to us about uh, about England especially and how you see they're going on yeah bye guys and uh, will we leave it there, guys? Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. And uh, we'll be back with you guys again shortly.